Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Blackhawks Live. That's hockey, baby! From the downtown studios of WGN Radio, time to talk hockey, time to talk Hawks. Kane steps up the slot, Seth Jones put up inside, and the score! Jonathan Taves! The Taves over the Leaf line on a two-on-one break, he shoots, he scores! Yeah, I was pretty humble and pretty touched with the recognition from my teammates and Sharpie and Hose and Seed and Shazzy showing up. Uh, I owe so much to those guys. I mean, uh, we were all in it together, and, and uh, it's been a special ride, and, and I'm just so thankful to be able to have shared it with guys like that. It's time for Blackhawks Live. Butler scores! Jonathan Tanks! Here's Joe Brand with Chris Bowden. It's go time! Well, definitely an eventful week for the Chicago Blackhawks. And what's coming up? Well, more events, promotion-wise, news-wise, as the Blackhawks are going to close out this regular season in the final month. Unfortunately, still in a rebuild, but uh, some fun nights coming up at the United Center. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Blackhawks Live, along with WGN-TV's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand, and we've got plenty to get to today. Two guests, double the fun. That's with right. Chris Chelios and Reese Johnson calling in later on today. Yeah, it'll be fun to uh, to visit with Chris. Uh, he's got something he's uh, plugging that will help him plug along. That's coming up uh, <laughs> tomorrow night. And uh, Reese Johnson, always a, f- a fan of his, his style of Me play. Too. And it's uh, you know it's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride as he lost some time earlier this season due to an injury. Now he is back, and like a whole bunch of other young guys on this roster, uh, looking to get a foothold and and open some eyes and generate some interest in continuing to be a part of this rebuild as he wraps up a three-year contract. That's winding down for Reese uh, right now. So we'll have a chance to catch up with him and uh, see if he's surviving, how well he's surviving life with his buddy, his old Red Deer buddy, now that Brandon Hagel is... uh, pursuing a Stanley Cup in Tampa Bay. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk to him about that. Uh, A few other things of just kind of the role he has taken on this team. And I I agree, I'm a big fan of Reese Johnson's game and what he brings to this Blackhawks team. Again, we're going to hear from Chris Chelios shortly. He is going to be at the Jewel Osco in Chicago at 1224 South Wabash tomorrow from 4.30 to 6.30. He's going to be signing bottles of his El Bandito Yankee tequila. And I'm sure if you listen to the Blackhawks broadcast, you've heard all about breaking out the bandito. Uh, we do it every time the Blackhawks score a goal, but it is an ultra premium tequila made from only 100% blue Weber agave. So, uh, again, tomorrow at Jewel Osco, 4 30 to 6 30, 12 24 South Wabash. Uh, some other things about the Blackhawks. We saw a great ceremony for Jonathan Taves on Sunday, but now all of a sudden the attention has been shifted over to 81. Marion Host is going to retire as a Chicago Blackhawk on Thursday, and uh, I'm sure that's going to be an eventful night at the United Center before they host the Seattle Kraken. And the top prospect, Lucas Reichel, is on his way back to the NHL roster as well. Yeah, it was uh, it was terrific, wonderful to see Marion uh, on the ice along with uh, Seabrook and, and Sharp and Shaw for Johnny's ceremony the other night. And, um, you know, the original thought was, oh, you traveled all the way across the pond here for the uh, Johnny ceremony. <laughs> but he's that type of guy who would do that. Yeah. 
But now we learn that there there is there is another reason that uh, he made the trip and is and is uh, going to stay a little bit longer than a one day in and out for the Johnny ceremony Sunday. While you're in town, why don't you just <laughs> stick around and retire as a Chicago Blackhawk? But but again, I was talking to John Hansen about this a little bit ago. That building got so loud when just Hosa's video came up on the screen. No mm. one even knew he was there yet. And that place just erupted. Yeah. And as John Anson said, almost as loud as the Jonathan Taves ovation had gotten. It's really cool to just see how much of an impact he made uh, here with the Blackhawks. He played for so many teams, but clearly uh, got that first Stanley Cup with the Chicago Blackhawks. And I think I, I, it, there was just some sort of unique bond between the city and him mm-hmm. after finally getting that first Stanley Cup after two tries. And uh, he's he's going to retire now as a Blackhawk for life. Everyone knew what a, what a great player he was, and um, going to those two cup finals with two different teams before he signed that uh, massive deal with the Blackhawks. And, you know, a- adding to the lore is the fact that, you know, uh, the penalty that he took in that, yes. in that first round game against Nashville with the Blackhawks, just trying to fight their way out of that series against the Predators team, uh, an organization and a team that they still have difficulty beating to this day. But uh, the the drama of what occurred at the end of regulation there, being sent to the penalty box as he was hoping to be a part and striving for yet another opportunity to play for the Stanley Cup. Um there was an opportunity for uh, uh, some goatness there, and we mean the wrong t- uh, wrong type of goatness in that game against Nashville. And it turns out that's right. You got to decipher good or bad. Yeah, goat Patrick nowadays. Kane bails him out there, shorthanded at the end of regulation, and then it's Hosa who won that game, and really was a springboard to that uh, Stanley Cup run back uh, twelve years ago. We're going to take our first break, but we hope to have Chris Chelios on the other side of it. We got Reese Johnson later on as well. Plenty to get to on this week's edition of Blackhawks. You're listening to 720 WGN. We posed a question on WGN Radio Sports, well, the Twitter account, and I think it's a fair question. We've gotten some backlash, but that's what comes with Twitter. Uh, aside from no, <laughs> aside from no, come on, and you're right. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing but angels out there on social media, especially <laughs> Twitter. Uh, aside from Kane and Taves, which Blackhawks player made the biggest impact in the team's three cup run? We've only got four options available on the uh, poll setting, so f- we gave the option to reply with someone like Patrick Sharp, uh, but we put in there Marion Hosa, Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, and Nicholas Jalmerson. Um, right now, the leaders are Duncan Keith, Marion Hosa. Those are the two heavy favorites. Mm-hmm. Duncan Keith, 48%, Marion Hosa, 46%. Nick Jalmerson at 4%, and Brent Seabrook at 2%. I only believe... Maybe one person commented Sharp. Somebody commented Crawford, which, okay, valid option, but he wasn't there for all three yeah, cups. two of those, so. 13 and 15 ones. And definitely instrumental in that, but I, I would I would tend to agree that uh, that uh, Keith Hosa, a close one-two one way or another. Um, but I think as, uh, yeah, the Blackhawks had two great defensive pairings during those runs, and but the, the way... You know, take, taking nothing away from Marion, the the impact that Duncan had just in terms of churning out those minutes and the reliability and how great he was back then. Um, I'd maybe have to give a slight edge to Duncan Keith, but uh, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer between him and Marion Hosa. I wonder what Chris Chelios would think about that question. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna bring him in right now. Chris Chelios is going to be at the Jewel Osco in, Chi- in Chicago at uh, twelve twenty four. 
South. Uh, it sounds like Chris is still trying to uh, get acquainted with us. But, uh, yeah, again, he's going to be at the Jewel Osco tomorrow at 1224 South Wabash at uh, 4.30 to 6.30, signing bottles of his El Bandito Yankee tequila. Chris, are you there? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm here. Absolutely. Yeah, great to have you. So uh, what can you tell us about the event tomorrow? What are you looking forward to? Well, I've been going to Jewel Osco's since I was a kid, and it was my (laughs) dream to have my own tequila. There you go. But, um, yeah, but they've been, I've been shopping there for years, and I've got to know a few of the staff members, and we, you know, obviously we came out with the tequila about six months ago. So I'll be there tomorrow from 4.30 to 6.30, signing bottles, taking pictures, autographs, and, uh, should be a lot of fun, but the, you know, we got a great product. I, I'm trying to get it to be the best tequila, hopefully someday in Chicago, and everybody knows it. Well, well, Joe uh, and the entire radio staff. Anytime there's a Blackhawks goal, it's tied right in there. Oh yeah, we go. So off. it's promoting. All we need is a little bit more offense, it. though. So yeah, to hear it yeah, a little bit more. I'd, I'd choose more defense than offense. <laughs> quite honestly, <laughs> those poor goaltenders were—they're letting them hang out to dry, mm. lacking in it, and the other kid. But you know what? It's a—it's been a tough year, and uh, you know we'll see, but. Uh, it's just, you know, that, that night the other night with K's and seeing everybody back there, all the former guys, that was pretty cool. Uh, pretty emotional night for, for everyone. Absolutely. Chris, you've probably got to be as busy as you have been since retiring nowadays. You've got a Yankee tequila company out there. You're on national television and you're kind of a full-time grandpa now, right? With Kaylee moving back. Yeah. I mean, I went from, you know, like everyone else during COVID sitting around for a year and a half and I absolutely lost my mind. So I decided I was going <laughs> to take a job or two and now I'm like trying to keep up. But, but, you know, the ESPN thing has been a lot of fun. It's been great being around hockey again, you know, working with Messi. I've covered a lot of the Hawks games uh, and Steve Levy and their crew. And then, you know, of course, being an ambassador with the Hawks, uh, you know, that's always, you know, it's, it's great since I've been back for three or three years now. You know, the workers have brought me back, and it's been great. Uh, I look forward to doing this for a long time. And uh, now they've hired my daughter, Kaylee, on, on the telecast, so that's been kind of awesome, too. So, you know, it's good to be back in Chicago. It, it was a long time I was gone, and, it, and it's, it's been great being back these past three years. Yeah, wonderful to have you back, too. I know, uh, you know, uh, Hawks fans, when you put on that other sweater at the end of your career, you know, sometimes they have to step back a little bit, but hopefully they've embraced you well enough. And, you know, you're... You're doing uh, that studio work with Messier, man. Both of you got you. You squared off with him, I imagine, a couple hundred times during the course of your career. Both of you had a little bit of a mean streak. And I remember on the Vegas broadcast, you were talking about what it's like to go into a new room after a trade deadline, especially when you go to an arch rival. But what's it been like working with Messier? Because I'm sure you two had your scraps in front of the net through the years. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's it's really amazing that all the years we've played. We never once faced each other in the playoffs, so I thank my lucky stars that never happened because Keenan would have had me chasing him around the rink, you know, trying to chop his ankles off or his wrists off. But, yeah, he's a, he was one of the best competitors, best leaders, and he's pretty intense on the air, too. He, he takes it real serious. But, um, you know, I think I, they showed a highlight of me one time cracking him in the nose, and he's bleeding all over the place. And I looked at him, I go, oh, my God, I hope I don't have to go out against him again. But, what a great guy he is, and, and you know, our, we we only really got to know each other during the All Star Game. So, um, like, I'm I'm really lucky to be working with him. 
You know, somebody else that I think he got in a scrap with, and I think the only reason he remembers it is because it was his first fight, is uh, Tyson Nash. And now he's starting to uh, get floated around on, on social media for his comments of the Coyotes-Arizona, or the Coyotes-Anaheim Ducks game not too long ago. Chris, I know this is kind of a topic right now where there's you can't win, uh, no matter what you say, whatever side you take about you know the old school role, rules of hockey and uh, defending your team and not allowing the other team to kind of showboat. There's there's really no winner in this conversation. But I mean, do you have an opinion on that? Or are you okay with the game kind of evolving? I mean, it's a different game for sure, and it's just it's evolution. It's just the way guys in the fifties. We're probably saying in the sixties we're saying the same thing about us. Hmm. I'm sure, and now it's a. I think the whole thing, everybody, the sensitivity thing, the uh, you know trying to protect players. Before the players held each other accountable, the you know the league, you know, with guys in offices and sometimes never played the game, making decisions whether it be suspensions or rules. But I mean, it, you know, you talk to younger kids, and I think they don't know any difference, so they enjoy the new skill game. If you talk to an older generation of of people, uh, you know, they they don't quite like the new the type of game and the skill game. But at the end of the day, when these teams are when you get to the playoffs, you know, the cream rises to the top, mm-hmm. and these big physical North American style teams and the hitting and they're the ones that seem to be around. You know, the last ten, twelve years, mm-hmm. uh, the Boston's, the, the the St. Louis had big teams, Tampa and the Hawks when they were winning their cups had some real big tough and, and guys. So I still think that's the way the game needs to be played. You uh, mentioned the ceremony the other night, and uh, Marion Hosa is going to have a little additional ceremony coming up on Thursday night. I just asked you what it was like to up against Mark Messier, but you played a lot against Marion Hosa. What was it like going up against him? As uh, you know, he rightfully takes his place as a Blackhawk uh, and officially uh, retiring after signing a one-day contract on Thursday. I mean, Hosa—he was a horse. He could not intimidate him. He was—you know—he was a very honest clean player but skilled and hardworking and you know you anything you throw he just took it and did his job he was a great leader uh, a great teammate uh you, you can't say enough about host i got saw him the other night there got a chance to talk to him uh we played together for that year in detroit when we went to the finals and uh good for host i mean unfortunate the way how his career ended but you know it's great to see the the blackhawks recognizing him and retiring him as a blackhawk you talked about Kaylee getting involved in the Blackhawks broadcast. You've gotten to work with her a few times, but even just being around the United Center while she's on the mic, whether it's TV or radio, how cool is that? I mean, it's 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 one thing to be just like a dad proud moment, but for her to be relishing in this role right now where you had relished years ago, what's that been like for you? I mean, honestly, it's like watching your kid play a game or a sporting event. Yeah. I get nervous when she goes on. <laughs> I start finding myself smiling and, and then laughing. Um, out of all my kids, she is most like me. Um, and oh yeah, she played the game. She played lacrosse over at Northwestern, won a championship there, um, and she loves it. You know, it's hard. You know, she's a mother now, has two kids, and I think she's going to have more. But for her to be able, lucky enough to be able to pull this off, to have family close enough between, you know, the Vitali family, who she's married Danny Vitali, who was a Packer and played for a couple other teams in the NFL. It's great having family around and, and being able to watch the kids, and it allows her to, to really follow and pursue her career. It, it's, 
It's too good to be true, but you know, I, I love seeing her on the rink. It's all, it's comical to be walking around and then see your daughter all of a sudden. Trust me. Well, she's um, doing yeah, she's doing a, a bang up job, a fantastic job, and uh, you know anyone who was aware of her work the last few years down in Tampa Bay realized that it was uh, it was a great addition to Hawks broadcast. I want to talk about another member of your family. Uh, we learned, you know, kind of surprisingly that you know, Jake was going to be competing for the uh, Chinese Olympic team uh, a couple of months back, and I know he's in the KHL right now. Not to turn this thing too heavy, but uh, how concer- is there any concern uh, on, on your behalf about safety? Uh, are they still playing the KHL games in Russia while all this is going on, and what has he been able to tell you about the whole uh, vibe and, and situation going on over there? Yeah, they're playing, and I think playoffs are probably just about over, but when all this went down with Ukraine, the, obviously, the Finnish team that's in the KHL and the Chinese team that's in the KHL both pulled out. Mm. So that that was, you know, it wasn't really an issue. And I'm, I'm you know, obviously as a parent and you know, what's going on, um, that's the first time I, I obviously was like was really concerned. So now next year is up in the air, of course, with what's going on over there. Um, he actually just flew to Italy today uh, to to play for the Chinese national team to try and qualify for the next Olympics. So he's in. Italy for about two and a half weeks, three weeks, and then he goes to Croatia uh, for the tournament. But they're playing, you know, teams like from Jerusalem and Mexico and Istanbul. So I think they should wow. be okay. <laughs> wow! But it's you know, like I said, it's really unfortunate what's what's happening in the world. And uh, um, and and like you mentioned, for him, there's no way he'll go back to Russia right now. To you know, it, there's plenty of jobs here that he can take in the AHL or somewhere else or one of those other countries. Right. Well, you got plenty of reasons to be proud right now, so that's very cool. Does Jewel Osco know they've got to stock up extra, extra hard on popcorn for you tomorrow? Oh yeah, just a coincidence. The, the, the girl working there, her name's Gidget. We have history from you know Donnie Cruz at Stanley's. We go far that far back. <laughs> it's a small city and world when you're when you're in the, the alcohol business, bar business. So um, yeah, she called me today and asked how much I sh- you know she should order, and I. But make sure, because I'm hopefully going to be signing a lot of bottles for a lot of people are going to be tasting some good tequila tomorrow. Maybe, maybe Benny the Bull will go and, uh, and hand deliver it, no, one of those 10-foot bags. We don't want that. Hey, uh, before yeah. we let you go, before we let you go, what game are you at tonight? I'm, I'm having whistles in the background. You know what? I'm actually at Third Fifth Arena, and there's some kids on the ice, but I'm here with the alumni. Seth Jones is here tonight, hmm. and he does a little Q&A with the, with the alumni here, uh, all the supporters, and you know Cliff Coral and I don't know if I didn't get a chance. Uh, you guys called right when I walked in. Troy Murray usually attends some of these. So I try and, you know, do as much as I can with the alumni. I had Bobby Hull out yesterday for lunch yesterday. And I'm a big part of the history of the Blackhawks because I grew up here watching them and a lot of my childhood heroes. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a close family, and Cliff Quarles done an amazing job with the alumni. Well, very cool. Chris, thanks so much for jumping on, and have a lot of fun tomorrow signing those bottles of Jewel. Okay, guys, thank you. Thanks, it, Chris. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris Chelios again. That's he, a true Chicago guy. Growing up with Jewel Osco. You know? <laughs> right, That's right. when you know he's from Chicago. He'll no. be at the one at 1224 South Wabash tomorrow from 430 to 630. Oh, a shot from the right circle by Reese Johnson. He scores! It's his first National Hockey League goal. And another faction of the Red Deer Rebels cashes in in this game here tonight. First it was Hagel. This time it's Johnson in front of family and friends. He makes it 2-2. And quite the goal to get John Weideman 
to bust the microphone open. <laughs> exactly. That is our own John Weideman calling Reese Johnson's goal earlier this year against the Calgary Flames on November 23rd. And we've got the Blackhawks forward on the line with us. Reese, thanks so much for hanging on with us. How's your Tuesday night going? Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, it's been uh, great. Just uh, went for a nice dinner and actually uh, going to head to the arcade and uh, play some games with some buddies, actually. <laughs> Ooh, the Emporium? Uh, no, FTW, actually. First time going to go there, so I'll check that out and see how it is. What are you going to play? I'm not sure. I'm actually hoping they have a big buck hunter. That's, uh, that's my game, so I'll uh, <laughs> be checking that one out. They had one that one back home lost. So. Uh, all right, so if Reese Johnson is uh, taking over all the high scores on the big buck hunter over there, we'll, we'll know <laughs> yeah, when it, when it sure. came from. Uh, well, again, thank you for joining us today. How has it been just being able to finally get back to reacquainted to the NHL schedule, the NHL rhythm, and you know just getting some consistency of games under your belt once again? Yeah, it's been uh, great being back in the lineup. Obviously, after my uh, broken collarbone there, it was uh, – Long 14 weeks of being out, but I had a lot of good people working with me and uh, really thankful for that. But uh, definitely great to be back in the lineup and, uh, yeah, looking forward to the uh, game on Thursday. Well, how are you holding up with your old uh, Red Deer Rebel buddy uh, no longer wearing the same sweater as, as you are? Um, how much of a surprise was that to you when you heard the news? Obviously, happy for him because he's got an opportunity to help a team win a Stanley Cup uh, amidst a, a whole bunch of stars down there in Tampa Bay but uh uh how, how have you been have, you haven't lost your way without 38 uh, uh to hang out with anymore right yeah no it's definitely been a little weird seeing Hags on a different team but uh, I'm really happy for him I know he's gonna do uh great things with Tampa Bay there um I know they're really lucky to have him and I, I was talking to him a couple of days ago he's uh he's excited for the opportunity he's gonna get there and yeah uh definitely a little weird seeing him in the blue instead of the red and uh but uh happy for him overall are you guys cousins <laughs> yeah we're distant cousins we we tell people we're uh we're uh we're, we're not blood related but uh we have a couple uh couple relatives that are close and everything like that. Yeah, no, I I definitely know how that goes, but that's why I was always just a little curious about it, because I I think he actually mentioned it at the beginning of the year, but it was just very (laughs) subtle, so just always kind of... Yeah, yeah, we we throw that out there to people, and it kind of throws them off, but uh, (laughs) yeah, we we consider ourselves cousins. Well, do you feel like you're a cousin of Jonathan Taves? Apparently you two are living with each other? Yeah, yeah, it's... uh, more of a older, younger brother to him, maybe than that. But uh, it's been great living with Taser. Um, really fortunate to uh, be able to spend uh, that time with him at his house. Uh, really nice of him to welcome uh, myself and my girlfriend and our, our dog actually into oh, his Wow! Um, uh, yeah, so he uh, he's he's been uh, he's been awesome. I've been able to learn a ton from him. Uh, on and off the ice this year and then uh, moving in with him obviously you spend a lot more time with him so you learn that much more and it's not even just uh, hockey related stuff all the time just uh, things in life the way he carries himself on a day-to-day basis he's uh, 
true professional and a, the, one of the best leaders I've ever been around. So uh, really thankful for that uh, opportunity to live with him. Well, has he like assigned chores to you or anything like that? <laughs> uh, the, you know, is a, uh, do you have the, you have the garbage? You wash the dishes? Are you using that silver stick as a door prop the last couple of days? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, try and pull my weight around with uh, doing the dishes and things like that. He uh, he's made a couple of subtle comments that he. Uh, likes to keep the recycling in line he's trying to establish a system i think he told me the one day instead of uh, laying it out uh, black and white to me but more joking around than anything but uh, no it's good we uh, yeah it's been awesome i'm sure when when jonathan taves tells you to do something he only has to tell you once i'd assume right <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, very true i mean i like that we uh, we're, we're respect his space and everything like that but yeah he's definitely an easy guy to listen to uh you had some time uh, down in rockford uh, i think a little bit this year with lucas reichel he's now been brought up um has five games under his belt up here at this level but uh what have your observations been the, the opportunities that you have had to play with him um uh, now that he's getting a, a second opportunity you were probably through the same thing once you get that first taste you kind of get your bearings to what the league is about and how different it is up you know, to the very top level of this sport. Um, what have you seen from him? The kids certainly put up, a, what, a point a game down there with the Ice Hogs, and uh, hopefully uh, he'll he'll get that first NHL point here sometime soon as he rejoins the team. Yeah, obviously I was actually just texting with Rice a couple uh, minutes ago. He said he's on his way uh, here, I think, later today. He was just he's going to move in with you and Johnny, Oscar, too? But... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just uh, just to the hotel. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, really, really happy for Reich. He's uh, definitely has a lot, a ton of skill. Um, sees the ice very well and uh, pretty quick player, also. So uh, definitely happy to see. And I think he's gonna just get better every game he plays. So uh, exciting for him for sure. We're talking with Blackhawks forward Reese Johnson. Couple more before we let you go. Um, Derek King and Kyle Davidson keep kind of praising how valuable Rockford is right now because that's a team that's fighting for the playoffs. And we have seen players get moved back down there to kind of get not only work on things, but also just get that competitive edge a little bit more when you're you're playing for games till the very end of that season. Uh, how valuable has the Rockford Icehawks been for this, maybe for you, but also just this entire organization right now that's in the state of the rebuild that it is in? Yeah, for sure. Um, being down in Rockford a bit this year, I've seen they uh, have a really good group down there, tight-knit guys uh, really get along, and that shows on the ice. I think uh, a lot of good players there. Um, I think they, uh, yeah, we get get in the playoffs and hopefully uh, go far and anything can happen once you're in the playoffs. So, uh, but Rockford's been a key, key spot for me too in my development over the last couple of years. I uh, really think uh, being down there, especially even after my injury for a couple of games, getting my uh, uh, game legs back and everything like that, playing a ton of minutes when I'm there uh, has been great. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of good prospects and players uh, will uh, continue and have come out of Rockford, so it's good to see. Who is your uh, Who is your team growing up, and uh, who is the poster on the wall? If you had If you had anybody, any uh, any idol? Uh, yeah, a couple. <laughs> I actually uh, really liked Sidney Crosby as a kid, and uh, Taser actually. Him and Taser were 
probably my uh, two favorite players, a couple of good two-way uh, centermen, Hall of Famer guys. So uh, I actually was telling Taze about it the other day, and he was laughing. So <laughs> it, was, it was good. It's pretty crazy to be uh, his teammate and uh, be staying with him. You you should have brought the poster over there and said, hey, where can I hang this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might have to. I'll get him to sign a couple of things. Maybe. <laughs> you, maybe you'd have to have him take down all the posters of himself off the wall and then uh, yeah. you can put it back yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There might not be room. <laughs> all right, well, Reese, again, thank you very much for taking time out of your Tuesday night. Take it easy on the Bucks on Buck Hunter, though, okay? <laughs> I'll try to. Thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, you, uh, have a good rest of the night. We'll talk soon. All right, thank Thanks, you. Reese. That, that's Reese Johnson, Blackhawks forward. Nice kid. Yeah, I, that's that's really cool. That Jonathan Taves. Yeah, sure. Not not just you, but the girlfriend, the, girl, the, the dog. dog. Yeah, I want to know. I think Johnny's got a dog, and the recycle thing doesn't doesn't surprise me. No, at all that because doesn't. He either. is very environmentally uh, aware, shall we say? Yeah. Okay, we've got another break to get to, but we also have a Boykey's prize pack to give away, and our Boykey's prize pack question is going to be: What team drafted Marion Hosa? Again, he'll retire as a Blackhawk. He'll officially finish his career with the Chicago Blackhawks. But what team drafted? Marion Hosa, 312-981-7200 for a Boykey's prize pack. What team drafted Marion Hosa? 312-981-7200. We'll wrap up Blackhawks Live next, 720 WGN. Oh, it feels like Saturday morning. That's David Hochberg's tune. Is it really? Yeah, that's how, how home sweet home Chicago Wait, begins. just by asking that question, it admits I haven't been tuning in today. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in trouble. Well, you know what? If you don't hear from him, he's not listening to us either then. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Blackhawks Live as we're closing out this week's show. Our question, our Boykey's prize pack question, and again, our friends over at Boykey's hooking us up, which means they're hooking you up with a Boykey's prize pack. It's biltong. It's not beef jerky. It's better. It's healthier. And it's just all around tastier than beef jerky check out boykies.com b-o-i-k-e-y-s.com use the promo code w-g-n or use the promo code joe puck all one word again i don't know what it gives you let me know if you do and uh the question was what team drafted marion hosa he's about to retire as a blackhawk on thursday but gene from deerfield what team drafted marion hosa the ottawa senators the ottawa senators 12th round you know what year Oh, I do not know. That's all right. It was just for extra credit. You would have won a super Boykey's prize pack, but (laughs) the the original one will do just fine. 1997, Gene. Oh, okay. Well, we thank you very much for calling in. Have you had Boykey's? Do you know what it is? Would you like to? I have not, but I'm looking forward to trying it. Well, you'll have to tell us how it is. If if you got the extra credit question, we would just back (laughs) the truck up and just (laughs) buried the driveway in the stuff. But uh, small, small sample sizes. You'll like it. I'm sure you will. Thanks for calling. All right. thanks, thanks a lot. A great show. Thank you. Thanks, Gene. Thank you, Gene. That's Gene from Deerfield. Congratulations again, our friends over at Boykey's, B-O-I-K-E-Y-S dot com for some biltong. It's better than beef jerky. Uh, there are still a lot of things to get to this week. And again, that's just kind of what happens when you have an hour-long show and only two guests. You only got so much time to talk about so many things. But uh, Jonathan Taves, 1000 Ceremony, phenomenal video, very cool yeah. atmosphere, great work by the promotions. Um, I imagine Thursday night's going to be just as spectacular, honoring Marion Hosa. And the Blackhawks have a new television voice. Three more games for Pat Foley. They'll all be next week. Um, and Chris Fosters is the new voice of the Blackhawks for the television broadcasts. I said this on Twitter. I met Chris Fosters in 2015. I was working for the Kane County Cougars. 
Still am. He was working for the Great Lakes Loons. Mm. He's not. Uh, we were both in the Midwest League, minor league baseball, single A. And the way it worked, we only got to see each other once a summer because that's the only time we would play each other. Right away, I knew I was going to get along with this guy, and I really liked that guy. We went out to dinner and a couple drinks that first day we met. And uh, I've we've kept in pretty close touch ever since. Chicago's going to get to know him, but just so you know... He is such a hard worker. He's such a smart, witty guy, and he's really going to give everything he has into this job because he's just a history buff, too. Mm. So he loves to learn about anything he can, and uh, he's going to go into this job full force, and uh, I I think he's going to do a great job. Don't know him as you do, uh, and hopefully I will get to know him, but um, it's been a solid body of work when he was given the opportunity here. And a very high pressure and uh, lots of eyes on you situation here. Um, They are huge shoes to fill. I don't know if anyone can exactly fill the shoes the way Pat did, but uh, just based on uh, the respect he has shown uh, the calls he has made, uh, the quality of his calls. Um, I hope uh, Chicago can can certainly give him an opportunity because sometimes some of the reactions on, on social media have gotten ugly. Joe and myself and everybody who's been in this business has always been looking for that next opportunity. Mm-hmm. And these guys were put on a huge stage for a lot of people to watch who are used to a very comfortable pairing for all these years. So congratulations to Chris. I hope he knocks it out of the park with the Blackhawks here. Well, and the other thing is, anytime you replace someone that's been in a situation, been in a spot, been in a chair for as long as someone like Pat Foley has, there's going to be backlash just because it's it's different, it's new. People Sometimes people don't like change. I know mm-hmm. that's surprising to, to hear, but that's the case. Vince Scully can only go for so long. You know, the, the, the legends could only go for so long. And Pat, Foley is always going to be Pat Foley, and Pat Foley is always going to be who Blackhawks fans resonate themselves with when they watch the game and listen to the game. Chris Foster is not going to be Pat Foley, but he shouldn't be, and he can't be, because there's only one Pat Foley. And Pat wasn't Lloyd Pettit, the, That's right. the great announcer before him, and I'm sure when Pat came aboard, you know, there were a lot of questions being so used to Lloyd Pettit for all those years. Uh, just a, a great voice, and uh, Pat's going to be joining us next week, too. That's right? the plan. So we, we get to talk to the legend Pat Foley next week, as uh, he's going to be honored next week. It's going to be another fun couple of days at the United Center as well. That's going to do it for Blackhawks Live. A big, big thanks to both our guests tonight of Chris Chelios and Reese Johnson. Another big thanks to our producer, Curtis Koch. For my partner, Chris Bowden, I'm Joe Brand. Next Blackhawks game is Thursday night against the Seattle Kraken, a 7.30 puck drop, a 7 o'clock pregame show. But again, try to make it out to the UC if you can to honor the Hoss. And uh, we've only got a few more of these shows left as well, so thanks for listening. David Jennings has the news next on 720 WGN.